am keeping myself calm. I fought it. I'm better. God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord, Sister Kat. You can go ahead. No, I'm I'm finished. That's all I wanted to say. I'm just saying, you know, even though I took the co- the vaccine, when I did have the COVID, I wasn't that bad. But it still takes you through a whirlwind, I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I made it out on top. I'm a strong individual. God got me. Yes, he does. I'll be the glory. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else? Praise report. Blessings of God. Just a natural wake up call. I want to say thank you, Lord. Lord, we welcome you. We give your name all the praise. All the glory, all the honor. Praise the Lord. Welcome to those that are just getting online. Yeah, this Missy's mom, Mama Evelyn, how's everybody doing? Praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. All is well.
Praise the Lord. We worship the Lord just because of who he is to us and our lives. Everyone's life is individual. The things that we go through, the things we encounter on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis. We have to realize worshiping God when we send those praises up to the heavens. God has room enough to send us the blessings through the windows of heaven. We have to constantly keep ourselves in a life Bring your offerings and your tithes into the storehouse that they may be meet in our house. Don't be a disobedient. Don't forget the, the, the don't forget uh, I'm sorry that you work. Um don't forget watch night service um, on the thirty first is coming up. We will be on this platform um perhaps for certain if we're gonna do Zoom or not. So don't hold me accountable to that, but most likely, if you don't do so, we'll be on Wells of Living Waters, springing up platform, where we use our stuff. So, is there anyone Praise the Lord. Is there anyone that has any announcements or anything that they would like the congregation to know? Um, there are some classes in the making for Tuesday and Saturday session. Saturday. Well, Praise the Lord. Um, is there anyone else that has anything to say, share, or you want to announce what you may have going on for your ministry um, that we may collab and support you? Y'all got our texts out. Let everyone know we are online. Um, we're going to. Um, I'll go ahead and open up in prayer. Praying and asking the Heavenly Father to come on in. Come on in the room and visit us where we are. Keep us, God, lift us up. Uh, show us in the way in which we are. are to move 
when we are to sleep, or I can live. It has read, forgive, Lord God, those that have trespassed against that Father. And Father, even those that we may have wronged, O oh God, in our well-doing, we pray for We ask for forgiveness, God, of the that are not seen. Things that have been hidden from us in the way, Lord, that you have blocked, God, that you did not allow the adversary to come and suck us up. I thank you for that today. I give your praise to God. Heavenly Father, I come unto you this day, God, praying and asking for all those who are in route. Oh, God, for service. Father God, we give you all the praise of glory and honor. We ask that you would bless the word that will come forth today. Bless the mouth that is out of, oh, God. And, Father God, we pray that you would move mightily in our lives, Father, that our wisdom and knowledge that we increase. Thank you. And amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Vernon. Yeah. I'm going to turn it on over into your hands. I want to say this before uh, I release. Um, God just spoke about timing. We must work on our timing within the new year. We don't have a lot of time to waste. We don't have a lot of time to sit back and wait on people. You have to allow them to catch up with you. If they can't catch up with you, that means they are not meant to walk with you in this season. Some people will fall off. That's why we smoke a cigarette or you smoke and you see the ashes come out of the fire and they fall off after a certain um, length because of the heaviness. That's how we are to one another. And it should not be like that. Because God has already given us our promise land. We have to do is live a life and um, a life that is honorable. In Jesus Christ's name. So we don't have to worry about what's going to fall off. Because what's falling off is not meaning us any good. So be courageous and strong in your well-doing. You matter about what you eat and uh, what you drink. 
You have to be worried about your time. You have to be worried about your time as you are worried about your clothing and your food and how well it's prepared and done. You have to be concerned about your time in that manner, and that is what God is looking for, as well as management of time, of what you are to do with what he gave you. So be courageous, unmovable, unstoppable, so you have your gift. Please look Please look your giftings up. Look at what each of And I guarantee you, as you begin to focus on you, you will come out victorious. Wait on the Lord. We don't understand God's ways all the time, but it's very important that you follow his instructions for your own life, your own divine protection. you manage your time and do what thus says the Lord. Pass the Lord. Hey man. How's everybody doing today? Blessed. 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 Yeah. Blessed. I want y'all to, um, for a minute, <clears throat> take your speakers, take your phones off of mute. Cause I have some questions for you, and I uh, some, something I need to ask y'all. Ooh. Is everybody ready? Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Um, I want to know which uh, I know, but I want to know what's going on down now. What's going on between y'all? What what is the problem that y'all um fuss and argue and strife with one another from time to time? I woke up this morning. And as I was laying on my bed, <clears throat> I wasn't going to um, preach. I still might. I still might not. I might just talk to you. You know, just how God leads me. If I got a word ready, but 
I was laying there this morning, and I was just laying on my bed, and I was about ready to get up. You know, I just laid there a little longer, and the Lord started speaking to me concerning y'all. And what he said, he said to tell y'all, <clears throat> whatever's going on down there with Whatever's going on down there with y'all, whatever's going on between y'all, the disagreements and the conflict sometimes, the arguing and all that, the Lord said to tell y'all this morning, he said that he's very, 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 and that's how he said it, very, very, very displeasing y'all. He said he's displeasing your actions. Now, I don't know what's going on. I'm not around. I don't know, you know, we all disagree at times, and we all argue and fuss all this, but whatever, whatever got y'all in disagreement at times and arguing with one another and cussing one another out, talking about one another, backbiting each other. One day you're on good terms with this person and you're upset with this person and you're talking about that person to the person you're on good terms with. God, God says you're displeased. He says that he has need of you. He says it's time to get it together and us. If that, that part is for us too. It's time to get ourselves together. That he has need for us. And that he will pass you by if you do not step up and do what he's called you to do, he will pass you by. If you not get if you do not get in order and stop all the fussing and fighting and the disagreeing between y'all, focus on your ministry, on God's work, because there's people that have need of y'all. There's people that need to hear what y'all have to say out there. And some of these people, like I said, only y'all can win. Because you know you can relate to their lifestyles, and they can relate to you because you've been in the same situation they've been in, the same lifestyle. Some of you have been homeless. Some of you have been on drugs. Some of you just ran the streets, lived a street life. Whatever the case may be, there's only certain people in this world that you can preach to and that you can reach. No other preacher can preach to them or reach them. They may go hear them, but that's all they're doing is hearing them. It's not penetrating them. God is speaking, and he said, enough is enough. He said, get it together. Get in line and stop fighting and arguing between yourselves. Come into an agreement. And, and Apostle Shadon, you cannot. You cannot, you cannot quit. You cannot take a break. These people need you out there. You have to look past all the talking and, and, and the backbiting. And I'm speaking on what God is speaking to me now, not from what I'm hearing. Shake it off. If you cannot handle this, and this goes for everybody on this line, it's what he's saying. If you cannot handle this, what you're going through, 
you're not going to be able to handle ministry, and you're not going to be able to handle being on the forefront, and you're not going to be able to handle the level that he wants to take you to because you're going to endure much more. It's time to get it together. Also, he also said, and I don't, and and I'm gonna say this online because he told me to say it, and to everybody listening, listen, I do not need no one to agree with me. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, you're right. I don't need none of that. God don't need none of that. This is not about. Uh, uh, agreement and talking about and uh, I told you this and I told you that. But today, y'all going to hear me, y'all going to hear me, and y'all going to hear how God uses me, y'all going to hear the more serious side of me and the more stricter side of me when it comes to the word of God and the prophecy and when I'm speaking what he tells me to speak. But Pastor Dunn, yeah. I want you to know I love you. I love you in God. I love you as a child of God, and not in a way as in a relationship. And the Lord made, told me to say that to make it clear and clarify that because others on the line, oh, I told you something going on between them, and they've been tithing and sending all that money and this, that, and the other. It's something no. I love you in the Lord. I love my wife as a different love is what I'm saying. So we can just squash all the uh, side talk. But I'm going to be straight up with you, Apostle, and I'm going to tell you because everybody on the line knows, and, and he don't want me to tell you this side, uh, just you and I. And, again, I don't need no agreement from anyone on the phone. I don't need no no uh, uh, rebuttals or anything. But the Lord said to tell you that you must get on top of your health. He says he has need of you. He says it's time to get serious and get on top of your health. If not, hey, you won't be around too much longer. And he's been speaking that to me for the longest. I've just not been saying nothing because I know how it hurts, and I know it's hard to lose weight. i got a sister that deals with a weight problem, and then she speaks to her concerning her weight. She knows, but she'll get upset with you. And when what she says, it's hard to lose weight when you're older, and it is. And just the same as I'm speaking to the Shadon on this line concerning her health, I'm, still, I'm going to speak to y'all, too, concerning your actions. Because a lot of y'all on this phone, or y'all, y'all, y'all talking about this woman, about your apostle, about your friend that you say. Y'all are backbiting this woman. And maybe she's backbiting on y'all, too, with whoever she, her circle is, when y'all are not all together clicking up together, when you're mad and upset with one another. Lord is saying stop, and this is, I know this is about the second, third of time Lord has told me to tell y'all this. Stop talking about one another, stop arguing with one another, and being two-faced and backstabbing one another, and get yourselves in order because God has a job for you to do. 
As I said, I woke up this morning. He said to tell y'all that he is very, very, very disappointed in you, the way y'all are acting and the way y'all are treating this woman, your apostle. Now, I'm not out there. I don't know what's going on. She don't talk to me about certain stuff, but other stuff she don't talk to me about. God tells me. So I, what I want to know is why. What's the reason that y'all be in disagreement so much and upset with one another from time to time and, and clicking up with one, one, one minute you together with this one and, and on good terms, and then the next minute y'all mad at one another and you good terms with the other one. And in between all that, in the upset and, and, and in your feelings and emotions, well, you're, now you're talking about this person that you was been that you was with and clicking up and friends with on good terms with to the one that you're now talking to and, and you're not talking to the one you was talking to because you're mad at her. Lord is upset and 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 he's displeased. But if you will turn to Matthew twenty four and thirty seven. Apostle Shadon, God loves you, and he has need of you. You have a powerful ministry before you. There's very few people uh, of Shadon that I've seen that carry the anointing that you don't have to lay hands on a person. You just blow on them. Just blow your breath on them, and they fall in the spirit. That's because that's a powerful Powerful anointing God has placed upon you. I've seen people try it, nothing happened. And people just stand looking at them, looking at them crazy. Matthew 24 and 37, everybody there? Hello? Yes. Yes. Okay, you can um you can mute your mute your phones now. Matthew twenty four and thirty seven, I'm gonna start at thirty six. And this is concerning the days of Noah. If I'm led to go on reading, I'll continue reading. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. 39. 
and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. In those days, God was using Noah to warn <clears throat> the people. God was using Noah. God was preaching. Uh, Noah was preaching. Noah was only the rightful man, the only rightful man. But in them days, Noah was preaching to the people. Nobody was listening to Noah. Everybody was talking about him as as is going on now, laughing at him, calling him a fool. He's stupid. He's crazy. There's no sign of any rain. Just talking about him, going on about every day with their own everyday life. The words that they were eating and drinking, they were marrying and being given in marriage. They were concerned about God, his ways, and living for God. As some are today, as many are today. They were doing what they wanted to do, carrying on with everyday life. They heard the word. They heard Noah preaching, but took no heed to it. Their actions and their matter, you know, they were doing what they wanted to do, just like we do what we want to do. We say we're saved. We say we're living for God. We say we're pastors. We say we're ministers. Prophets, preachers, teachers, but we focus on what we want to do when we want to do it. And God's warnings, and He's warning us continually, every day, all day. And we hear it, we listen to it, we understand it, but in our everyday life, because of what's going on throughout life and that sense of nature, we want to do what we want to do. And in that time and period, all the warnings that Noah was doing, giving them, they didn't listen. And judgment fell upon them. They were unprepared. And the flood came and it swept them away. Only Noah and his family survived. And the question I want to ask you, is what will you be found doing when the Lord returns? Will you be doing what he has called you to do? Noah was continue, continually warning the people, and no one listened. God is continually warning us, and we're not listening. We're arguing between one another. We're cussing one another out. We're living life as we want to live life, making excuses about what we're doing. Some, some is in ministry, and you got boyfriends, and that's all right to have a boyfriend, but as we all know, that after, after a certain period of time and snuggling and kissing and feeling on her, you're going to have sex. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Now you've entered in fornication, and you want people to listen to you. And they're looking at what you're doing. And then we're making excuses, but, Lord, you know I love you, but 
I'm lonely. Lord, you know I love you, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm hot, Lord. I, I got to please myself, and I can't please myself, Lord. I love you. I know you're a forgiving God. So, Lord, you got to please forgive me. When are we going to stop making excuses for our actions and, and our deeds? And When are we going to step up and do what he's calling us to do? When are we going to listen? You got your Bible. Go to Genesis 6 and 5. Is everybody there? Yes. Amen. I'm going to start at chapter 6, and I'll read down. And it says, my Bible says, the wickedness and the judgment of man. Chapter 6 says, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth. And the daughters were born of them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, they were beautiful. And they took wives for themselves of all whom, whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There, will, there were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, when the sons of God came and to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Verse 5, Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that, every, and that their every intent of their thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. What's in your heart? What are you thinking about? What, what is in you? Is it God? Or is it continue? Is is it for you to continually live the way you're living? Is it evil in your heart, or is it love in your heart? What are you thinking about? What's on your mind from day to day? Is it God, or is it whatever you want to do for the day? We know the times have changed now and things are harder. And so we, we know that we're going to endure some things. May not have enough money and this, that, and the other and concerned about the bills. And we shouldn't be because the Lord said he will supply all our need according to his riches and glories. According to his riches and what he has, he's going to provide for his children. He says, the wealth of the wicked is laid up and stored up for the righteous. So he's going to provide for you, just like he's providing for my wife and I. I'm no longer over the road in the truck. I drive, well, I don't work in town where I live. I work in another town, but I'm not all up in the mountains anymore on the snow and ice. And through the month, the period of one month that I've been off before I went back to work last four days ago, five days ago now, 
God provided for us. I was worried, but I knew that he was going to provide. I spoke with Pastor Shadon. She encouraged me. So none of us is not subject to doubt. You know, not that I doubt God, just a word, you know, I'm going to use. What I'm saying is we're going through the same thing. We go through the same thing. But what's on our mind, what, what's in our hearts? Is it your matters or is it God's matters? What do you want to be found doing? The word says it talks about two will be in the field. So one will be left and the other will be taken. And a lot of times people refer that to the rapture. That's not talking about the rapture. It's talking about one will be taken, one will be left, and one will be taken. It's talking about judgment. And if you want to know to be clear for yourself, uh, to find that, it's First Thessalonians 4, chapter 4, 16 through 17. It's not talking about the rapture. It's talking about they were taken, one was taken in judgment. What will you be found doing when Jesus returns? Will you be left him or will you be taken? to endure the tribulation period and the suffering. Is your lifestyle a lifestyle of a man or a woman of God? Or is it shaky when ain't nobody around and nobody watching you, not in, in the eyesight of people? Are you living holy? Or are you just out there doing what you want to do because nobody around knows you and don't see you? You're in another town. You're having a good time. Are we slipping, dibbling, dabbling? Are we standing firm on who we are and who we say we are? I ask that question today because I want to know. I can't understand why y'all choose to argue with one another and fuss and fight and bicker and backbite each other. Sooner or later, we've got to put that aside. We're not going to always agree with one another. We're going to get upset with one another, but as the word says, this, shoot, this too shall pass. When is this season of all of that going to pass? When And I'm going to say we, when are we going to fully support this woman's ministry and not just chunk change at her from time to time? We see and know her situation. We are supposed to help one another. When one is down, we're supposed to help them up, not talk about them. And when Shadon is up, she should be helping the one that's down not talking about them. We, be, we are being fed every Sunday from Apostle Shadon's ministry. 
wells of living water springing up. We are being supported. We are being fed every Sunday. Some days she don't feel like getting on that line because from time to time she gets sleepy, and I can tell when she's falling asleep. She's tired. But she still gets on this line and feed us. When she's off the line and you call from time to time and you're looking for a word because you're going through things, she takes her time and she gets before God either off the phone or when you own the phone, then you get a word from the Lord. You get direction and clarity from the Lord. He may not be speaking to you at that time because you haven't been in his face or whatever the case may be for you to hear him yourself. And that goes with me also. You should be you should you should you should be supporting this woman's ministry, not just chunking five and ten dollars, because the word says that he will give you an overflow, he will give you an abundance more than you can stand. Or, or um, he said he will pour out his blessings. He will give you so much that you will not be able to contain all the blessings that he's going to pour out on you if you just get faithful in tithing. Stop looking at, if that be the case, that you're giving this woman this amount of money and that amount of money. I've given this woman thousands of dollars. So it's not about the money. It's about being obedient to God, doing what he's called us to do, following that principle in the Bible so that we can be fully blessed and get the abundance of God that he has laid up and stored up for us. But as long as you keep your fists tight, your hands clenched, and not release the fullness and the abundance of your fullness, uh, the fullness of your tithe, the full amount, you're going to continue to be in lack. You're going to continue to go through. doesn't matter what she lives and how she's doing and what she's doing with the money. That's God's money. It's not yours. It's God's. He gives you 90%, and all he asks from us is to give back 10%. If you want to give anything over, then that 10%, that's between you and God, and that's a bigger blessing. He calls for the, the mandatory tithe. Everything else is free will. There's also a building fund. You have to find it. I have to go back and find it, but it's in Judges. Building the temple. I believe. I have to find it. It's in Judges, though. Everything else is free will, of your own free will. But then that's where the matters of the heart come in. What's in your heart to freely give when a person is in need? Because if we are in need, we would want somebody to give and help us. And we help people and we help people and we help people. But when we are in need and we're down and need help ourselves and we've helped all these people and we go to them, they don't want to help you back. And these are Christian people taking it for granted. 
I have helped everyone around here where I am that I live at. I've let them mow my yard. I've overpaid them. It's different types of work around my house that I've had to go back and redo, come in after them that I've paid them for and overpaid them. And when I was in need, not that I would go out and ask them, not a one of them. And that's so, they're so mad and jealous now because of what we've done to our house and how the appearance of it looks. And they don't understand because of the world and their mind has not been transformed and they can't register the things of God, that it's God's glory shining on this house and on this property. So in the, their mind, the devil is speaking it to them that we're better than them. We think we're better than them and this, that, and the other. You're going to go through. You're going to endure. You're going to face hard times. But you know that God is there. He's going to bring you out. He's with you. So no matter what you have in your wallet or your pocketbook, give God what is due to God. Render to God what is God's. Render to Satan what is Satan's. Those tithes belong to God. Render them to Apostle Shaddam, because you're being fed by her. God's saying enough is enough. He's saying get in order. Get in line. Line up with my word. He says I will pass you by if you don't. What he, what he has for you, he will give it to someone else because you're not doing what you should be doing to get in line so he can put you in before that pulpit in front of the people that he asked for you to preach to. Don't get caught not ready. Don't be the one left standing. Wouldn't it be sad if it happened and everybody we've been preaching to and talking to, we are left down here with them, and then they say, I thought you was this and I thought you was that, but you're here with us. It's time to put our business aside and get about God's business. And when are we going to do that? When are we going to stand up and be who he's called us to be? When are we going to stop worrying about the world and the worldly thing and worry about the things of God, what matters to God? He's already told you he'd take care of you. He'd supply you all, all your needs. He's told you that he'd give you more than enough. He's told you that he's there with you, that he will not leave you. What else does he need to say to us? For us to understand. 
If he feeds the birds in the air, the animals and creatures on the ground, you know he's going to take care of you because you're more than them. That's where the faith comes in. Trust in God. Where's your faith level at? Do you only have faith when things are going good and your faith is strong because things are going good and you're being provided for and this, that, and the other, but when you fall out and lack and you go through that period of testing, you lose faith, your faith gets shaky. Don't you know that when you go through, don't you know that when you're up and everything's going good and you're doing good and all of a sudden hell breaks loose in your life and your money not right and you, this ain't right and that ain't right, don't you know God is only allowing you to come back down so that he can exalt you to the next level? And when you get to the next level, it's going to be better than where you were before he allowed you to come back down through the time of testing so he can exalt you back up higher than where you were. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the hearing. Faith comes, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. It says that faith is also the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith. Where is our faith? We only have it when things are going good. That's not how it's supposed to be, especially us in leadership. We're supposed to walk it, talk it, live it, and stand it. it, it you're supposed to let your faith be seen amongst the people. Not lose your mind and get frantic when you start going through things. God has many blessings laid up and stored up for you on on on. And I'm talking to I'm talking to y'all now. He has it for me and my wife. I'm talking to y'all. He has many blessings set aside for y'all. Many things y'all are asking God for and been asking God for and waiting on God to release and things that He has told you He's going to release in your life through prophecy, but you've yet to see them, and they're held up because of your actions and your deeds. And He's standing now, wanting to release them. But he can't because of the actions and your deeds. Fussing, fighting, backbiting, bickering, arguing, cussing one another out from time to time, and you're in the pool pit. That's one thing I would not do. If I knew I wasn't right with God, I was scared to do it. I was scared to get up in that pool pit. People would ask me to preach, and I, I knew I wasn't living right. How can I preach to somebody else and tell them about God and the Word of God, and I'm not living what I'm preaching to them? He has told me before to do it, and I've done it, and even then I was scared. 
But after after I was obedient and got behind that pool pickle, at that time I wasn't living right. But I did. And someone come and told me after the service that they needed that, that word that God spoke. They needed to hear that. We got to get ourselves together. And that's what God is saying. Get it together. Line up with his word. Stop fighting which is amongst yourselves. Come together. Stand together. And become one in God. Work together in ministry. Don't worry about it. Is this person going to take my members or is my member going to leave and go over here and we get together and do this, that, and the other? If they leave, let them leave. It wasn't meant to be there anyway. Some people are there for a season in your ministry. Some people are there to help you along. Some people the devil plant, and it builds you up and makes you stronger. Don't worry about who's going to stay in your ministry and who's going to leave. There's going to be a lot of them that come and go. Some of them are there just for a purpose to help you. Some of them are there because you uh, uh, believe in the same thing at that period of time, trying to uh, going after the same agenda. But after that agenda is accomplished, then they're going about their business. They're not your friends. They wasn't meant to be there permanently. It was only there because y'all had the same agenda. Help one another. Support one another. We're the church. We're the men and women of God. And outside of everybody, we're supposed to be together and one within ourselves. We are supposed to support and help one another, man. There is no... There is no reason that this woman should be homeless, honestly, with her conditions. And like I said, Apostle, get on top of your health. But God has something for you, more for you to do. He's not finished with you yet. But he's stressing to get on top of your health. Amen. Somebody somewhere with all the people that gets on this line and with all the people we know, and we are men and women of God, if you don't have it, we should be taking up offerings, bake sales and whatever to come up with the money to pay this woman's rent, put her in an apartment. As an apostle, sometimes you have to start low before you can move up higher into a better place. Sometimes you have to get to where you can get for now and allow God to exalt you and, and exalt your finances to where you can afford better and afford more. But in that area where you are, you should be helping one another, doing something, bake sales, this, that, and the other. Some of you sing, make CDs, and sell your CDs like these rappers do in the streets. Some of you cook. 
Some of you do other things. So make clothes, whatever you do. Do that. Help this woman get an apartment. Help this woman get a better vehicle because you're all going to benefit from it. And stop talking about one another. Come together. Become one. Amen? Get focused Amen. on God's business and not on our own business. Don't get caught unprepared. Don't get caught and get swept away through the floods of life. What's going on around you? Listen, 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 and hear what's being said. Listen. God is not playing anymore. God is taking preachers down left and right. Left and right for not living right. False prophets not preaching and teaching and prophesying to people right. Prophesying lies for their own benefit. After we, where, where we are, there's a, a well-known TV evangelist, owns his own broadcasting uh, station, ministry, everything, big-time preacher out here, named Joni Lamb, Marcus and Joni, Marcus, Marcus Lamb. Not too long ago, cheated on his wife, but today, dead from COVID. Well-known pastor. And when I tell you well-known, man, a millionaire over, if not a billionaire. And, 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 and simply in encouraging his members not to wear a mask, not to take the COVID shot. He himself got COVID and died. May not even been dead a week now. Maybe, maybe about two weeks the man is dead. Look at Zachary Kim's gone. Juanita Bonham, you barely do hear anything from her anymore. Eddie Long, gone. Everybody's so happy and, and up and jumping about Jamal Bryant. Jamal Bryant is a man that preys on women. Every church he goes to, he's sleeping with somebody in that church. And everybody's talking about Jamal Bryant, talking good. It's all he's doing is talking good. Amen. Paula White had fallen. She ran off to another country and married a, a, a superstar rock band, a, a rock and roll singer. And she's been preaching the word all these years and end up with a rock and roll singer, heavy metal. Talking about she's the uh, God told her to be the voice, to be Trump's uh, uh, spiritual advisor. But you done ran off. And this man is talking about nigga this and nigga that, trying to turn everybody, the white people, against the blacks and the Mexicans for his benefit. But God has told you to be his spiritual advisor, and you're not even living right. God is taking down preachers and pastors one by one, and he's making room for the ones he's raising. Are you going to be one of them ones that he's making room for? Or you're going to fall and faint, quit and give up.
because things are not happening in the way you think they should or, or as fast as you would like them to be. We live on God's timing. He's not on our timing. We get mad at him if he don't move the way we think we should move. He should move. Get angry at him. We all better get it together because God is speaking and he has spoken. And I'm telling you, he said enough is enough. Get it together or he's going to move you out the way. Pastor Shadon, I'll turn the service back over to you. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for the word that has come forth. Yes. Ashanda Maha, the Colomos and the Meshe, Masoka, Meke, Osana Maha, Yeleos. Bless your holy name today, God. I thank you for your servant, my son, my brother, Lord God. It is Osahayakamasi. That you will open the floodgates of heaven, O God. Pour him our blessings, Father. That he is sure enough to receive, God. I'll make sure that his head is anointed with oil, Father. The oil from you, O oh God. The oil that flows from your beard, your hands. God, I pray now, Father, the virtue that he poured out of his body, God. Even when he didn't want to do it, God, you were still there to ensure that it was done, God. That it was finished, O oh Lord. Lord, God, he shenaha. I thank you for the covering, O oh God. Thank you for the word that was taught today, O oh God, that came forth for our fair warning, Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would touch their household and bless it like never before, God, for him and his wife, God. And the children, O oh Lord, and their grandchildren, God. Father God, for your word says that the generations of generations shall be blessed, O oh God. I pray that they will be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Blessed coming in and blessed going out, God. That they shall be the head and not the tail, O oh Lord God. Our Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the uprooting of your sins, God, that were not like you or of you, Father. Father God, I pray now and that this word has touched someone, oh God, soften their heart, Father. Have them to move forward in peace, blessing, understanding, encouragement, oh God, that their wisdom shall be increased, Lord. And Father God, I pray now, God, that as we go on throughout our week, Father, that we will bless someone that we may be a blessing to someone else. 
that someone else may be a blessing unto us. But Father God, now the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, God, I pray that they will be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, O oh God. Amen. Is there any Heshana Masi? Oh Jesus. Hey, glory God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. Mm. Hallelujah, Lord God. Yes. Thank you for your presence, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord, for when you say two or three are gathered in your name, God. There you are in the midst. Oh Lord, I thank you, Mother of all. I thank you, God. I thank you for the soul that's crying now. For it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer, God. For whatever the need may be on the line today, God, whether it's health, whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's understanding, whether it's more, Lord God, whether there needs to be increase, whether it's love, whether it's relationships, whether it's the marriage, whether it's for ministry, God, I pray that you would touch every need and supply, oh God, to your glory and to your riches, Father. Hallelujah. God bless them today, Father. If they want to be endowed again with your anointing, oh God, I pray that you endow them today, Father. I lift your name on high, God. For you said when you are, your name is lifted up, oh God, that you would draw all men unto thee, oh God. When you say blessings come up, oh Lord God, um, praises come up, the blessings come down. Father God, I pray now, Lord. Uh, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Heal the body. Deliver the sin, sin soul, oh Lord No matter what the may be, Father, who it may be, oh God, where they come from, oh God, I pray, Father, that you would bless their household, whatever is in need of, oh God, Father God, for the souls that ran away, oh God, Father God, trying to hide, Lord, we ask that you go and retrieve them, Lord God. Bring them back into subjection of the Holy Spirit. That your blood still works. Oh, God, we're standing in the need of prayer. We're standing for strength. We're standing for what is right, oh, God. We're standing to do what you call us to do, Father, in season, out of season, with or without a helping hand from the flesh, oh God. But Father God, we need to move and a move mightily, Lord. A move mightily, God. Oh God, oh, we lift your name on high. And we love to see your praises, God. And I thank you today, Father. Oh, God, we remove the adversary out of the way, Father. Father God, we know that this is a month of a pagan holiday, but a, 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 a month, oh God, a holiday that does bring the families and friends closer together. 
together, Father. Let them know that it's not about the packaging of gifts but the gifts that stirred up within us, God. Uh, the name of Jesus that planted it all before, before we were even thought of, oh God. Your name and your name alone. Yahweh, 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 God, Yahweh, God, Yahweh, Ah, Lord, if we learn how to call on your name and stop calling John and Mike and Susie and Cusie, Father, but if we learn how to call on the name of Jesus, oh, Lord, we know that you will show up for us, uh, make a way for us. God, I pray and cover all of my spiritual children, God. As they all are in their rightful places, oh God. Father God, increase in them, Father. Increase, uh, increase. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh, God. Renew and rejuvenate in them a pure heart and a clean mind. Sober thinking, Father. Give them rest. Father God, those are in travel. We ask, oh God, that you will bind up all wrecks and accidents. Stretch out the gas over all the motor. Reach at all the tires, oh God. Keep every engine, oh God. Oh God, keep the eyes and mind focused on the road, Father. Focus here the she Moshana Maki. Oh blessed, blessed, blessed. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Amen. He Shama. Jesus. Jesus. Ah. How I love calling your name, oh, not in vain, but because there is a need, God. Somebody's in need. Somebody wants to hear about the name of Jesus. Somebody wants to be endowed with your anointing in your spirit, Lord. Move like never before, God. Have your way. Visit every home that's on the line. Every ministry, every heart, every confusement state, Father. Make the crooked way straight, O oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I was glad when you said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord, that we may rejoice, lift up your name, sing good praises, and eat and break bread together. But this is the day that you have made, God. Ah, let us rejoice and be glad in it. We have not taken communion in a while, so if you all can prepare and get your communion together, uh, get you a cup of juice, some bread, or some crackers. Um, if you have your communion cup, 
for your communion cups down if you don't have any juice. Water will suffice for the juice, symbolizing the blood, and the bread is symbolizing the body. Let's commune with the Lord. The hey, yes, God. To let him know that he is sovereign in our lives. Is there anyone that has anything to say or share? Um, any questions for Pastor Vernon? Um, any clarification needs to be brought forth? The floor is open and the time is now for such. If so. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Marcia. Um, I just want to thank God for using Pastor Vernon, my husband, for the word today. Um, I have something to say about that, but first I want to be obedient to God. And what he was speaking in my spirit after he finished preaching was some of us, Or, if it's not you, watch out for hitting things. Some of us have used deception in our business affairs or in our personal life that we need to get right before God. Could be old things, could be new things, but whatever it is, it has been hidden. You try to cover it up. What the Lord is saying is get these things right before Him, so that you can you can be drawn closer to Him. You won't. You'll feel a release. It it could be a thing you need to forgive. You you forgiving someone or just have forgiveness for yourself because you did it and you tried to cover it up. It's a hidden thing. That's what that's what he said. It's hidden. Make it right before God. One more thing I want to say about Pastor Vernon. Uh, We're coming up on our 15th year of being married. But when we met, (laughs) he was already, you know, he was in church and I wasn't. But I was searching for God. You know, I didn't know anything about a relationship with God. Been raised in church, but I never had a relationship with God. But he would talk to me about things I had never heard. You know, I don't know, maybe God used him. I ain't going to say maybe. I know he did. God used him to open my ears up so I could hear. But he would say stuff to me like, Uh, Do you know the Holy Ghost? And that, you know, I've been around preachers. My mom's a preacher. And I just never heard it, you know. 
it penetrated. And it made me want to follow after this man of God. He might have took it to be a physical attraction, and some of it was, but he was speaking to me about God, and I wanted to hear. I wanted to know more. And I can't say, and he knows because we talk about it all the time, but I'm just telling you all, I can't tell y'all how much I appreciate him. Yeah, we ended up married. Yeah, we're still together, all of that, ups and downs. But the one thing I respected about him was that he always chases after God. If I can't say that, if, you know, I know God can, you know, reach you in other ways, you know. I believe that God put us in paths with one another, you know, so I could get myself together. He was someone that I would listen to. So I always let him know before being my husband. I always tell him I respect who you are in God first. I think it makes him uncomfortable, but sometimes I call him my brother. You know, he's my brother in Christ. You know, that's just my respect, my reverence, and my fear of God and how I live my life from, from you know, back then, and I did, he, he, he would go to church. He would bring the pastor to the house. He would do stuff that I never saw a man do. And, and I'm, I promise you, I wasn't in church. I was out there heavy in the streets. But I appreciated his leadership and guidance even then. And he did not tell me he was a preacher. I saw him going to church and talking about God and all of that. But I don't know. At that time, he said he was getting himself back together. You come in. But I'm just, I'm just saying that I appreciate that he's continued, has continued to be obedient to God and live for God before me, before his children, before his family. And I know that's where his heart is. He wants everybody to go to heaven. He wants everybody to make it in. He and 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 he ain't. He's telling the truth when he say he helps everybody. It don't matter who you are. He has time for you. He's very, you know, social. 
God just made them that way. But that's all I had to say. I wanted to be obedient to God and, and just give my husband some reference, <laughs> some reverence. Bless everybody. I, um, thank you, Apostle Shadon. Amen. Um, for just being on the line today, giving us a a place to come and worship and serve God. Amen. You all know my ultimate goal is to be under one roof as God had us before. You know, I'm here to press, press, push, prime, and probe you to get where God needs you to be in the faith and even in your own natural life because no one's caring about the saints of God in the way that they should. Everybody's caring about themselves and what their vision is. You know, with this ministry, not only do we help you as you help us, but we also help to build others that come in, no matter where you are with Christ, where you are with yourself. You know, but it takes patience. You know, it takes love and it takes understanding along with wisdom. You know, my spiritual training is not like everyone else's. I had some very old sanctified people that travel the world to do God's work. You know, I wish they were here today. But my impartation and my anointing is what's driving and keeping me. You know, yes, I do be tired, you know, but because I have a love for God like none other, as well as a love for God's people, I continue to do what I have to do in the body of Christ so that God's legacy will not diminish and deplete because that's the work of Satan. He does not want God's name to reign, but God will always be ever ever so omnipresent. That's what the enemy keeps forgetting. He cannot be in one place, multiple places at one time, but God can. He's the creator of all. So is there anyone else that has anything to say or um, give remarks to Pastor Vernon? Yes, um, prophetess. Um, I just want you all to pray for the family. Um, my adopted um, grandson was killed last night in a hit and run on um, Landover Road. Okay. So just keep us in prayer. Yeah. Okay, does everyone have their communion ready? Amen. Um, Heavenly Father, we come to you. Hi. Give me one second, please. I'm getting mine. Okay. 
Heavenly Father, we come unto you today, Lord God, praying and asking that you be the comforter for the family in their time of mourning, their time of loss. For we know that there's a time to live, a time to die, a time to wait, a time to cry, a time to mourn, God. I pray and ask that the family will mourn in this time as you've given them for bereavement of their loss, God. But, Father God, we pray that all justice is due as well, Father God. Father God, let the soul rest. Hey, hi, see God. Yeah. For there's nothing or no words that can bring one back, oh God, or the words that will comfort the family. But we ask that you go and send the angels to be dispatched upon the family, that they may feel peace that surpasses all understanding, that your joy will ring in their hearts that their loved one is no longer here to suffer upon the earth. We thank you for the life, God, that was taken, that now we have served for another angel, another workman in the heavens. Oh, God, let his soul rest, Father. But let him also come to show his family that his life was not in vain and neither was death. For we know to be absent of the body is to be present with you. And, oh, God, we ask now that you would keep Pastor Dolores and her family in good measures, Father, that they may get all things together and whatever they are in need of, Father, we pray that all bills shall be paid. All food, all service, all helping hands shall be sent and rendered in your name that all things will run smoothly, O oh God, that it would be no hurt, harm, danger to anyone as they're planning this home-going celebration to celebrate a life with you that you created for your son. In Jesus' name I pray. Hey, God. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord. Amen. 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 Pass of the Lord. Amen. I was praying for your family, and the enemy wanted to cut you off the line, huh? Amen. Hey, glory. He He's not going to win, you know. God has never lost a battle, and he never will. Um, if everyone has their communion ready, Amen. Amen. I'm going to play this song and then we're going to go in and talk to you. Oh, 
Pastor Vernon, do you have the word ready for communion? Excuse me? Do you have the word for communion? Oh, uh, I didn't. I mean, 
Hold on. Uh, while he's preparing the word, Pastor Blue, can you pray for the communion? Pray over. Yes. Yeah. He said pray for the communion? Yes. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for the partaking of this communion, Lord. And we just pray that it reach us the way that it should reach us, Lord. We pray that you will continue to watch over us and protect us and keep us safe, Lord. And we thank you for being able to partake in this communion. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Y'all ready? Yes. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Take your bread and break it. And said, take, eat. This is my body, which I, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Put it in your mouth and eat it. Go ahead. In the same manner, he also took the cup after his supper, saying, "This cup is the new covenant." This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Drink of the cup? Drink. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Amen. 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 Anointing to suffer and take Amen. communion. Amen. 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 It's to say that you're reverencing and communing with him. You're saying yes to the Lord. You're giving honor that he hung on the cross and died for all of our sins, even our inequities, even the ailments that we go through, the times and problems that we go through through life. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, God, today for your worthy Lord. I thank you, Lord God. Communion is not always just for one Sunday out of the month. You can commune with God every day. He said as often as you see fit to commune with him. Don't commune unworthily, knowing you're committing sin after sin after sin after sin. And you want to commune with God because that's where you're putting curses and damnation upon your life. 
But if you're striving to do right and live right, God honors your communion. God will increase where he sees increase. Where he needs to decrease, he will decrease. Where he needs to heal, he will heal. There's not a amount of things that God would not do if you don't live properly, upright before him. And there's always things and more things that we need to do and learn to do properly in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.